Welcome to this podcast from Food Navigator. I'm Jess Halliday. Who gets to eat healthily and who doesn't? Who gets to eat at all? And do consumers have enough of a say about what goes into the foods they eat? These are just some of the questions being asked by a new inquiry into fairness throughout the global food system. On the line, I have Helen Browning, who is the chair of the Food Ethics Council, which is running the inquiry. Thanks for joining me, Helen. Hi. So in a nutshell, what is this inquiry aiming to achieve? Well, the aim of the the inquiry is to increase the profile and the clarity of the debate around the fairness of our food chain. You know, there's lots of talk about the environment, about environmental sustainability, but true sustainability has a, a strongly social, a strongly human dimension. People matter. Uh, whether they're citizens, consumers, um, farmers, uh, or businesses. And they matter whether they're here or in less developed countries. So uh, this inquiry really seeks to unpack some of these issues, to look for uh, good practice and poor practice, and to try and understand the root causes of both. So the inquiry is very broad in its scope, and indeed it's very global. Can you tell me more about the kinds of topics you expect to come up? The first call for evidence has already brought up a whole uh, raft of issues, and those include uh, things like food poverty and diet-related disease, um, buyer and supplier relationships, uh, worker pay and conditions, uh, sustainable food issues, um, issues around ethical consumption um, and community initiatives, some of the exciting things that are happening on the ground, and uh, the accountability of public policy. So a whole range of themes has already come through the first call, and we'll be looking for further evidence around some of these as we go out for the second call. And then when it comes to the findings from all of this, what uh, specific relevance do you expect them to have for food manufacturers who are making products for the European market? Well, I hope that uh, food manufacturers will be um, both inspired and uh, warned a little bit by some of the evidence that comes through. I Mm -hmm. mean, there are some really exciting uh, examples of good practice um, that have developed over the last few years about the way the supply chain is working together better. Um, But there are also some examples, I think, probably of less good practice. Um, And I hope businesses will learn from those and be inspired from those examples uh, to put in place practices which will ensure uh, fairness through the supply chain and hopefully will also benefit their businesses in the longer term. Sure. But what about consumers? I mean, certainly since the Second World War, haven't uh, consumers just got used to eating cheap food and thinking no further than their own stomachs, especially when cash is tight during the recession? Well, I think that's very much changed over the last few years. I mean, five or six years ago, it was estimated that only about 20% of people were sort of what we call ethical consumers, making purchasing choices around uh, their their value systems. Over the last few years, that that proportion has increased dramatically. It's now estimated that about 80% of people take some issue or another into account when they buy their food. And the rise of things like fair trade, um, I think, really demonstrates that in the marketplace. So I think people, even, even during a recession, are thinking much harder about where they're putting their, their pound and how much good it's doing in the world more widely. OK, well, thank you very much, Helen. The committee is accepting evidence and comments on food and fairness throughout August, and details of how to contribute to the debate are below this podcast. I'm Jess Halliday. Tune in for another industry podcast from Food Navigator.